Stopping about ten feet from the road, I stood with my arms crossed. I was torn between the strong urge to want to go inside the house and the fear of getting into trouble. What was I going to do? Something just felt completely wrong about this weather, but as Alex had said, there had been no watches or warnings. Besides, even if I did go inside, I would most certainly be in trouble. A bad feeling from an eleven-year-old doesn't hold much weight when it comes to missing the school bus. Hey, here comes the bus. I turned to see Alex pointing down the road and waving at me. Tony, get back over here. As I headed back to the edge of the road, I couldn't help but grumble at the entire situation. Obviously, I didn't like the situation with the weather, but also, I really hate being called Tony. My name is Anthony, and I really hate the cliched name of Tony, which doesn't sound anything like my name. My mom tried explaining it to me a few times, but I really didn't listen. My name is Anthony, and that's how I see it. Reaching the edge of the driveway, I looked down the road towards where all the lowest hanging clouds were and could see the bus about four driveways down from ours. For a moment, I watched as one of our neighbors got on board and then focused on the flashing lights near the top of the bus. Ever since my first day of school, I've always absolutely loved those flashing lights. I really think they're the coolest thing ever invented. Hey, stop it! I snapped at Alex, who had just pushed me from behind, disrupting my thought process. Turning to push him back, I was surprised to see all the color draining from his face. For a moment, I looked from him to my sister Rachel, who was also chalk white, and staring down the road. Turning back around in confusion, I looked at the road where the bus should have been. Guys, where's the bus? That's when it hit. A sudden rush of horribly powerful winds, accompanied by a strange sound like a train passing over nearby tracks. The problem with that sound was the fact that there were no tracks anywhere near us. An instant later, I found where the bus had disappeared to as I watched it flip end over end in the field across the street. The sight before me was so unbelievable and so terrible that I just couldn't process it. I'd just seen my neighbor and best friend James climb on that bus. Then, as I was rubbing the windblown dust from my eyes, I swear I could see people falling away from it as it tumbled over and over again. Ron! I could barely hear Alex screaming over the intense winds, tearing my eyes away from the ruins of the school bus that finally stopped flipping by the tree line. I looked back down the road. With a frigid tingling creeping up my spine, I watched as a giant rope of blackish death touched the ground no more than two hundred yards away from us. I was frozen and rooted to the spot. As I watched it grow bigger and bigger right before my eyes, Worse still, it started moving in my direction. This way, I heard Rachel scream as she grabbed my hand, pulling me towards the ditch. I was able to gather my senses long enough to see Alex running up the driveway just before being thrown into the water. The ditch itself was nearly six feet deep and had almost a foot of water from the rains overnight. Between the cold wetness and the strange feeling as though I were being pulled away, I was in sensory overload. I just couldn't grasp what was happening all around me. In a heartbeat, Rachel leapt down into the ditch next to me, grabbed my hand, and pulled me towards the storm drain. 
I watched as the water she splashed didn't fall, but instead kept flying upwards into the growing black rope that was getting closer. I could feel myself being pulled off the ground, which made me scream with fear.